Hi everyone, this is I Need No Name, and you're listening to the Bavarian Podcast Works Post Game Show. Today we'll be reviewing Bayern's 5-2 win over Augsburg, which was the last game of this Bundesliga season, and the last game Bayern Munich will play this season because we did not manage to make the Champions League final. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm just a little bit, you know, bummed out after this game because of so many players who are leaving us after this, and... We saw so many farewells today, but also I'm a little bit tired because I spent like the last 15 minutes celebrating Robert Lewandowski's 41st goal, which means that he has officially overtaken Gerd Muller in this all-time scoring record for the Bundesliga, which is, I mean, I can't even describe what an achievement it is. Just to give you an example of what this means to someone like me, when Gerd Muller set that record, my dad, as in my father, was two years old and now I his son I'm 22 years old I'm talking about Lewandowski breaking a record that old that is just I can't even express what it means to watch him struggle to get the goal for 90 minutes only to get it right off a rebound from Gikovic's hands who was just a pain in the um, I won't complete that sentence but a pain for the entire game um, I can't believe he's Polish. I thought he'd want Lewandowski to get the record, but I guess club comes first. But anyway, so he was just so annoying for us to deal with and for Lewandowski in particular. And that was one of the most frustrating games I've ever had as a Bayern Munich fan. I know that we've been through some frustrating games this season. People will talk about the PSG games and Neymar diving all over the place and the referee buying everything. But this one was really something. I mean, Augsburg came out to just... I think Marcus Weinzierl, he decided that he was going to lose the game anyway. So might as well keep Lewandowski from grading the record. So he had three or four people on Lewandowski at all times. And they were showing stats at halftime. And it was quite startling to see that... Bayern were almost exclusively attacking down the flanks and that's pretty much what the eye test showed because Serge Gnabry and Kingsley Coman had pretty much free reign to do whatever they wanted and they were trying to find Lewandowski I won't say they weren't but they were really unable to it was just much easier for them to go for long shots and just try and head or you know just kick the ball into the net instead of trying to find the guy who scored so many goals this season. For Lewandowski, I would say he's going to be relieved. You could see it on his face when he scored. He made it seem like a huge weight had been lifted from his shoulders, which is actually what I felt after the goal went in, because I was just um, despondent for most of the game, because it felt like he was going to come through this game without getting the record, and which combined with the fact that so many of our legendary players were leaving would have made it a really depressing evening for me especially. I don't know about what other people will say but I think the record was really really deserved to be broken and I'm glad that Lewandowski's done it and I'm glad that I can say that a player I watched live has done it. Someone from my era and now not everyone can just say back in my day we had Gerd Muller and he could score this many and that many and now I'm not saying that Lewandowski has surpassed Gerd Muller as a striker because Gerd Muller played in a different era of football when football was played completely differently and you can't really compare them. And even Der Kaiser, Beckenbauer himself admitted that 
Muller's goals are what made FC Bayern the club that it is today. I don't think Lewandowski can really compare himself to that. But the fact that he got the record just shows that Lewandowski is really... He deserves to be in among the legends and among the all-time greats. He opened that door and he went in. And there was that scene I reminded of from uh, anime. Um, people are going to cringe and... Stop listening right now if I mention anime, but I guess I should anyway. The anime called Kuroko no Basuke, where Kagami opens the door and accessing the zone, he gets into a level that was only reserved for the generation of miracles. And that's kind of how I felt Lewandowski was today in his game. Like he opened that door and he got into the legendary status that he really should not have been. If you think about it, he's kind of a late bloomer and he didn't really start off like these guys like Hurling Haaland and Mbappe and Messi and Ronaldo. He was in his young age. He was not the same kind of person he is today. And he's just been getting better and better and better and better. And now today he is definitely the best player in the world. I'm a Messi fanboy. I like him a lot. He's amazing. But Lewandowski is the best player in the world right now. I cannot say anything bad about him. He's just such a complete footballer. And no matter what Augsburg did, they could not stop him from scoring. To be fair to Augsburg, they had a good plan. They had a decent plan in the sense that like, they gave up on winning. They let Bayern's wingers and midfielders do whatever they wanted just to keep Lewandowski away. And I think that's kind of a show of respect to Lewandowski to show that how much of a danger he is that you need the entire team to focus on one man to kind of stop him from scoring for at least 89 minutes you couldn't even, even that couldn't stop him so just imagine what is up with this guy he is just so good and I will relish the chance to tell my kids and grandkids if I have those someday that I watched this legend live in front of me in a stadium someday and I just don't know what to say anymore about this I'm kind of tired so let's kind of let's move on to the next talking point which is the fact that everyone's leaving Bayern Munich let's say um David Alaba, Jerome Boateng, Javi Martinez these three players have been at Bayern Munich since I became a fan basically I would say that Javi arrived he was my first big my first experience with a really big transfer saga and I didn't really follow it that hard. I heard the rumors at the time and it almost sounded like Bayern basically kidnapped him from Bilbao at the, during the window and it was a big uh, uproar about that but you know uh, I was about what I was 13 years old so I had no idea what football was. I just knew that you kick a ball into a net and Bayern Munich were the team I liked. That's all I knew about football at the time but Javi Martinez he came in and I followed Bayern for the first time that season he was at the heart of it Javi was there Boateng Alaba all three of them were there and we won the treble that year and that was my first memory really of supporting Bayern through an entire season and now all three of them are gone and that means that after so many retirements only Manuel Neuer and Thomas Muller are left from that team that really introduced me to the sport it's kind of sad for me because I don't know. I feel like um, the team that I kind of, it was my childhood and I grew up with, that kind of thing is, um, it's kind of gone now. I mean, I like Kimmich, I like Goretzka, I like Coman, I like Gnabry, Musiala, Davies. I love all of them. They're all Bayern players. They have a special place in my heart. But 
I, I miss them. I miss Robin. I miss Ribery. I miss Schweinsteiger. I miss Lam. And I'm gonna miss Alaba. I'm gonna miss Boateng. I'm gonna miss Javi. I'm just... I'm gonna miss them all. I, I, I really don't know. One thing that I gotta say is that them leaving is gonna be hard on this team. I know that people think that Upamecano is coming, so we'll be fine in defense. We can bring back Richards. We'll be fine. But it's not that simple. I mean, Upamecano is 22 years old. Richards, it's what, 20? And Nagelsmann is so young as well. He's gonna be a coach next year. And when they come in, they will be missing that kind of experience that you need. And what are we gonna do when you need experience to lead a backline to have team that can win titles and Kimmich and Goretzka they are leaders but they're not at that level of experience yet all you have right now as outfield leaders are Robert Lewandowski and Thomas Muller and are they enough will they be enough I sure hope so I mean Muller is the best leader we have on this team in my opinion but Alava was really stepping into that leadership role and Boateng's always been there them being out of the picture from now on I don't know it's just a really strange feeling and I don't think it's gonna be easy for Bayern to compensate especially when one of the big stabilizing forces in the dressing room Hermann Gerland is he's leaving too and Hansi Flick Miroslav Klose everyone's leaving everyone's leaving and it's just such a strange feeling I don't get it I mean we won a treble just last year it's not even been a year we won everything that football has to offer and why is everyone leaving us i just don't understand if i could ask them one question i would say why are you leaving right now and some of them might say yeah okay Bayern does not want to keep us around anymore i think Boateng and Javi might say that but i don't understand why Thiago left us i don't understand why Alava left us and i just don't understand why i don't understand why Hansi is leaving us i wish he'd talk to us more i wish he'd speak to us fans and say yeah this is what happened this is what I wanted and I don't understand why he'd go to the DFB now I know that it's gonna be a good thing and I'm gonna be able to watch Germany play good football again I'll be able to enjoy international breaks again I'll be able to watch Thomas Muller play there again but I don't want this I don't want him to leave and he's gone now and I don't it's just so so sad that we just found our Heinkes Regen and just like Heinkes, he's gone already. I can't believe it's happened again. And now we have to start again from square one with Julian Nagelsmann. Don't get me wrong, I like Julian Nagelsmann, but I have strong doubts. I have doubts about every coach, but Nagelsmann, maybe he'll be good, but maybe he'll be terrible. And then we'll have, where do we go from there? Uli is gone. KHR is gone. Um, without without them, can Heiner, can Khan, can Brazo, can they pull together can they keep us going I mean you look at these oil clubs like Man City and Chelsea they're getting stronger every year this year their financial power just came to the forefront where they could keep on reinforcing while every other club in the world was beset by the pandemic and then you have these plans for the Super League this that everything football is just looking more and more hostile for Bayern Munich and it's coming at a time where we might need to transition into a new era and it's kind of scary it it really scares me as a fan because you see what happened to Inter or Barcelona after they won their respective trebles and they just kind of faded out and they faded from the peaks that they were known for and I don't want to see Bayern do that I've been lucky to be a fan during the time that could be characterized as the best era for Bayern Munich fans even better than the 70s but all years come to an end and if this is the end then I don't want to look back and say yeah this was where the collapse started I just want it 
to keep going. I, I, I'm not making any sense anymore. So, and I think this is a little bit depressing. So maybe we should move on. I have a few questions for us, for Hansi especially. Um, mainly the fact that we once again conceded two more goals. Um, there were quite poor goals to concede as well, and we might have conceded another if Manuel Neuer had not saved a penalty. But um, the one thing I do have to say is that the defense was pretty decent until the second half. So honestly, given the performances I've seen this year, I have no real complaints. Neuer will uh, be missing the clean sheet, which is sad for him, but he'll get it later. He'll get it eventually. It doesn't matter. He'll surpass Oliver Kahn's record. I'm not worried about that. What I do think is that after watching Lucas Hernandez play these past few weeks, seeing how good he is, not just as a pure defender, but how much of his passing has just improved over the since last year and everything, um, I think that Hansi Flick made a really bad decision not giving him more playing time this season. I think if Alaba had to be moved to midfield to accommodate Lucas, then he should have done it. It might have let Kimmich and Goretzka rest more, it might have been able to give us more options in rotation, but instead Hansi chose to keep Lucas on the bench and that's one of the big problems we've had. When Lucas is on the pitch, he's just such an amazing defender. He has a kamikaze style of defending that is kind of concerning to watch as a Bayern fan because you think he can get injured any moment, but it's also quite entertaining because he's always winning the ball, he's always um, pressuring the opponent defender and he's so clever, he can win fouls out of nowhere. Those Semione dark arts are really the, I mean, I don't know, did he go to, do they run an acting school in Atletico Madrid? So I don't get it how he can do that. Iko Kovac would have loved this guy, he's just so good and Lucas should have been in the 11 for more games than he was and I think that's one of the biggest problems we've had this season just the lack of Lucas Hernandez I think when Nagelsmann comes in he's gonna make Lucas the defensive leader and Lucas needs to really step up and start not just his influential performances but now that Boateng is gone he needs to take over the role of organizing defense because Upe Meccano will be next to him. Upe Meccano can take over Boateng's passing duties, but he's too young to really organize and Nor is too far back to really organize. Davies is also next to him. Davies will need guidance and Lucas will be the senior member of the defense. Niklas Sula is also someone who can organize, but I think Lucas has a better defensive brain for that and I think he's the kind of guy who needs to be a little bit more vocal and really needs to take up a leadership role now that all the other defenders are gone and he's the most senior, most accomplished defender on the team. As an 80 million binds record signing, he needs to step up and do even more. I mean, he's our best defender right now. He needs to be even better. I want to see him like a Virgil van Dijk-like character. I want to see him do that and I want to see him absolutely dominate opposition attackers. It's just, I think he's capable of it. I really think he's capable. And other than that, I really don't have much else to say. As always, comment below with your feedback and check out our blog for match observations and match awards. Uh, let me know if I missed out anything and I'll discuss it with you in the comments section. I always read the comments. Well, we'll see you next time. Good night.